There we go. Oh, we're all set up. Yeah, man. Finally. Yeah. After six and a half minutes of pain and torture and trials the suffering. and tribulation. Yeah. The suffering. That's a that's a good metal band name. I think it is. Already. Yeah, it, all the good ones are taken. Yeah. You, you got to be real creative. For sure. You got to be like, you got to be like an obscene horror movie, like the suffering of like Lizzie Borden or something like that, you know? Isn't Lizzie... Lizzie Borden was the uh, ex-murderer? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, suffering okay. of Lizzie Borden. So you can't... Back in the day, you could cop just one or two word band names and be cool. Yeah. Like, like the suffering. Whoever they are, you know. Good, good name. It's, it's a good name. I'm, I'm happy you got there first. <laughs> but but now you got you got to go over the top. You got to be like a fr- low-hanging fruit from the gods that birthed humanity, you like, know? Yeah, like And I then see. your abbreviation is insane, and people just know you by that. Or, uh... Flossing the teeth of the of the ocean god Poseidon or some shit like that. Is that a is that an actual band name? No, no, just, no. Okay. That was a thing that Jared Dine said. And again, okay, I, I love him. So yeah, no, he's great, man. Yeah. He uh, he really hits the nail on the head with like yeah ninety nine percent of his shit. He's the king of memes when it comes to like hardcore. Oh, absolutely, shit. I love him. You ever seen his bassist video? Yeah, it's That's awesome. fucking hilarious. Uh, I like where it's like uh, things that guitars deal with. He's like, okay, let me tune, and then you know the drummer just starts playing because that's yeah. what drummers do. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tune. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh man. But yeah. So that's that. Oh wow. Jared okay. Dines. Yeah, Jared Dines. Check, check him out if you haven't already. Oh for sure, I love him. But uh, yeah, man. So that's that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that is that the pre-roll? I guess that's the shortest pre-roll we've ever done. I would have to say. I, you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. We we got a lot to cover today. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number... 65. 65. I had to turn around and look at my screen because I forgot, even though I looked it up already. 65 is a... I get, I haven't been outside yet, Gabe. I'm not going to lie. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> you, cracked you a window. You look like you haven't been I outside. I haven't cracked a window. You're wearing your Ravenclaw shirt. Wearing my Ravenclaw. I was, I was thinking about this. And no offense to your girlfriend. I love your girlfriend. But um, I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm a Ravenclaw. I was thinking about it. I'm like, do I really... Because my sister's a Ravenclaw, too. I'm like, do I really want to sit at a lunch table with Maddie and my sister? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, cause you're Slytherin, Adriana's a Slytherin, and I'm like, that's more my crowd. So I think I've kind of I think I've kind of accepted <laughs> the Slytherin are like the metal core yeah. kind of outcasts. I think I've kind of accepted my fate on that. That's okay, man. They're uh, they're big houses. You're not limited to like two or three people, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like the metal crowd is very big and diverse, but you're not true. gonna be hanging out with the crowd killers all the time. Very true. That's a good point. But yeah, speaking of crowd killers, uh, we got well, we got a whole bunch of new singles this oh, week. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, first one, we're kind of late on just just FYI because it did come out last week and we didn't cover it. But is the new Parkway Drive single called "The Void"? Yeah. All right, give me your initial impression. Well, okay, here's the deal. I wa- there's the two of the ones that've been out. I, I honestly, the other name escapes me at the moment. But I watched the video and it was fucking hysterical because it was just the dude sitting in front of like a like a weird lighting and just screaming into the the camera. Okay, that was the whole video. That song was okay. Uh, so more. there's two singles. Yes, there are. So two. I'm behind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a traditional, the more traditional Parkway Drive kind of sound, like sound and vibe. However, oh, Wishing Well was the other one. Wishing Well, yeah. and and uh, the Void. Yeah. Okay, so I'm caught up. All yeah. Right. Uh, so that that was one. I liked that one, the Wishing Well one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, like I said, it's a little bit more traditional Parkway, um, and it was just good stuff overall. They they you know they have a, a rapport with the crowd, and there's you know we talk about it many many times. But I think so good. with you just using the description more traditional Parkway Drive, I think that has a lot to say in itself. Yeah, considering this is a band that has this is album number five. Yeah, 
that that's pretty impressive, man. If you could take that name and, and kind of use it as an adjective to describe something, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but with that being said, then we move on to the void, which is a little bit more leaning towards what they previously done in the last album, which was a little bit more power rocky, a little more, power core. Yeah, not so much on the metals, but more on like the big choruses. I guess. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because it's Parkway Driving. They didn't really have big choruses like that, but this is a little, a little bit more. Yeah. You so uh, let, let, let me tell you something. Somebody described the void as dad metal. Yeah. And I I kind of like that description. I think it's kind of fitting. Yep. Um, I dig it. It's it's not it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. And again, Parkway Drive, they don't make bad music because there's really all of them are extremely talented individuals. And it's, I can't say that it's bad. It's just it doesn't fit what I would want from them. Right? Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of the problem. I think we get used to the kind of stuff they're putting out. And then, you know, as as we grow, obviously they grow too. True. Time stands still for no man. Yeah. And um, I, I think with a lot of the time with music, as we've seen in bands before, um, they kind of, I don't want to say grow out of the metal core, but maybe they want to do something more sophisticated. Yeah. Um, I like the void. Yeah. I think if we look back at Ire, um, I, I didn't quite like Ire, the yeah. album. Um, it wasn't bad. It was very good musically and True. like aesthetically, technically. Um, but I think with the void, they kind of, they took that feedback and they're like, all right. And I think this is kind of a, almost like a blend of what they wanted to do with Ire, but then with a lot of like the old Deep Blue and yeah. Horizons influences and yeah. Atlas, because you do get you know some of those shredding in there and, and that good shit. True. So I think, I think they took it with a grain of salt and they said, all right, let's not do any more Metallica stuff. Let's kind of let's do what we're good at, but let's make music we still want to make. And True. I think that's the approach they took. I agree. Uh, overall, not a bad effort, and you know I, I'm a fan of them in general, so I'm just gonna listen to the album regardless of the fact, and I'll determine. Uh, whether I like it or not, when the full album comes out, not fair to judge yeah, absolutely. Uh, an album based on the first couple of singles. So, uh, Also, I think it's kind of interesting because you did say Wishing Wells was a very traditional Parkway Drive. So now we've gotten two singles off this album. Yeah. And I think it's kind of hard to make a prediction. Yeah. Because, you know, the oh, first voice one. Crack. You're right there? Yeah, holy voice crack. Oh, my God. Walls drop. Ah! Okay. okay, sorry. So, um, yeah, I think it's kind of hard to make a prediction off that because sure. they kind of threw, you know, they threw a curveball at us. Yeah. You got Wishing Well, which is, you know, similar to what we've had before, as I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. And we got like the Iyer styled power core stuff. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if this album is going to be a lot of going back and forth. If some songs are going to be more kind of metal core while others are going to be like big chorus Yeah. I just, I just think the approach they took was very interesting because I think they satisfied most, if not all of this, you know, Parkway Drive kind of crowd at the yeah. moment. Very true. I'd agree with that. Uh, moving on. Uh, to the big one. So, yeah, another one. And this one's uh, interesting in the sense of uh, the way it went directionally speaking. And now, because we talked about Under All's previous single, On My Teeth, which we enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, now they have a new one that came out literally as the, after the show wrap. They had a, a new couple s- hours. Yeah. yeah. They have uh, a new song dropout called Rapture. Right. Now, this song. Um, it's another left. Fucking yeah, curveball. it's it's a very different feel than what we've had previously for Under Oath, but it's not a totally totally uh, out of my field as far as Spencer Chamberlain because his other band Sleepwave sounds very similar to what they done, and I think I even said it on the chat. I'm like it's Sleepwave featuring Aaron Gillespie, which essentially is what it is. But here's the thing that uh, it's not a bad song. Again, I'm not. I won't say it's bad. It's different, 
But my question is, and this is more of a production thing that I'm worried about. Uh, the first two songs that have been released aren't very guitar heavy. Uh, you can They're there. You can hear them. But they don't have that same kind of pop that they do in most uh, Under Oath releases uh, where it's very obvious that it's there. And I feel like they went a little bit more in the... the Synth per- direction. Yeah, the synthy uh, B production kind of route with it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just I'm hoping with these last two out with these last two singles that I'm kind of hoping that that isn't the overall thought process when it comes to producing the album and what they did with it. Uh, I like it, but uh, I need some guitar in there. You know what I mean? We need to hear. I feel you. Yeah, we need some punch. Absolutely. If you haven't heard Rapture yet, it's very um, stylistically similar to something you'd hear off of. Um, uh, they're only chasing safety. Okay. If if you haven't heard it, if you have, I, it's probably the closest we could get describing it really yeah out of the previous under earth we've gotten before i like it um yeah. actually i'll actually go the opposite direction of what you said because you said only chasing safety i think it goes more as far as production and the way it sounds it goes more with um fine no this disambiguation the one oh okay. without aaron um stylistically i think that's closer though um with the way again i'm gonna go with my harp on it the way it was produced there was a very punchy guitar sound on that album which i actually liked it quite a bit but um yeah i, I'm not, I don't hate it uh it's good uh, it's funny to watch the the instagram comments though people are oh, it's ridiculous they're fucking funny <laughs> it's uh it's just what i was saying with parkway drive earlier yeah. this band um massive yeah absolutely massive in their early 2000s mm-hmm. broke up because they were young kids they were on tour yeah. you know you, you gotta have some space and now that they're back, people shatter brick. You yeah. know, Rebirth Tour was hit. Yeah. Just off the wall hit. Yep. And now new album, everybody shitting a brick. And then like like, dude, if you don't like the single, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you gotta respect the the direction the artists are going. Yeah. And I know that's I'm probably sounding like a total fucking hypocrite because how much I trash on hundredth. But <laughs> but like you know, like I I don't think it's a bad single. But it wasn't a total yeah, uh, switch ab- abandonment of what they had done prior. You know that yeah, it still has uh, metalish influences yeah. in this single. So I, I I'll, I'll give them credit with that. Uh, I'm curious now. I'm still excited. I'm a fan of the band. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Absolutely, uh, and that's not going to change. But um, I'm curious to see what the rest of the album yeah, is, right? Because now, like you like you said with the Parkway Drive thing, it kind of has that. There's this that's a little bit more what we're okay. used to, and then there's I, this. I was actually about to dive right into that. So I I think. And, and Under Oath is, is very known for being symbolistic in yeah. pretty much everything they do. Yeah. So I know I talked about once how um, Define the Great Line is kind of good and evil. Or I'm sorry. Um, they're only chasing is, safety is very, you know, light and dark. But Define the Great Line is very gray all the way through. Yeah. I think with these two singles, and I would just, you know, call me crazy if you want. But I think On My oh, Teeth is like the, like the very dark side of Under Oath coming out. And then they they complemented that with the very light, fluffy stuff yeah. that they could do. Yeah. And I think you know, and, you know, Spencer going bleach blonde. I think that totally kind of <laughs> proves my point there. Um, we love you, Spencer. Yeah. You're good. But you know, I I just think it was kind of interesting because I I heard, I heard this one and I was like, this is the total like opposite of the last one. Yeah. So it's just it's interesting to see what direction they're going to end up going. Yeah, man. I'm, I have the album pre-ordered. Yeah. I know you do too. You oh, have yeah. the whole mega bundle pre-ordered. Yeah. Super duper bundle. So we're, yeah, man, we're excited. We got two weeks, April. What is it? Yeah. Something like that. It's a Friday, four, right? Four, not the 14th. Uh, Fourth. Something like that. Something like that. We got like two weeks, three weeks. Yep. 
So, I, I mean, we're excited. We'll keep you guys posted. We're yes, probably going to get, what, did you say two more singles? One more single? One more, probably. One more, yeah. What, what, right, like right before. Week, right? Yeah, right, probably right before the album drops. So, yeah, man, one. we're looking forward to Under Oath. Yep. Um, so, I got one. Yeah. Uh, there's this band called Islander. Okay. And I got into them about, about a year ago. Okay. And their first album was very kind of, it was, it was punk. It was a lot of punk stuff. Okay. But, you know, they had some mellowed out singles that I dug, and they were really good. Then they dropped another album. And that was, you know, way heavier than what they had done before. Yeah. It was very grimy punk. Yeah. They just dropped a new single Friday called uh, it, I Want Sushi. Is it fucking doom metal? No, it's not doom metal. But th- <laughs> this is a band that's been getting progressively heavier. And I love I, it. I the, like this, it. The song I Want Sushi is essentially a fuck you to the people that are doing music for the money itself. Yeah. And I love it, man. Islander, they're, they're one of those weird bands where you're like, what are they doing? But then you kind of, and then you vibe with it, you know? I got and you. Yeah. You hear it out, so I am excited. I'm probably gonna put a pre-order on that one if I'm being honest. With Very you. cool. Islander is, uh, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> They're small enough to, to kind of still play at the wire. Cool. Good I like stuff. It. Moving on, Gabe. I know you. This is something that I want to talk about. I can't about. believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you beat me to this one. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe it. So, um, Jason Butler uh, and his band, the Super Group, actually. Because yeah. Who else is in it? The guys from the Chariot, and I think there's another. There's three of them, right? Yeah. So the Fever three three three. If you haven't, if you've been under a rock for the past year and a half, um, they, they're great. You know, yeah. super group. Always good things from a super Love group. Love it. They dropped an EP last night. Seven song EP. Seven songs. Yeah. Uh, it's called Made in America. Made in America. Okay. Right. It's okay. Kind, kind of interesting plan works. I'm literally about to download this right now. So. Um. So let me throw this out there. Okay. This is everything that is right with just music in general okay i think jason butler a lot of the times pushes the boundaries of genres yes and this album or this ep whatever you want to call it i think it takes the concept of genres and just wipes its ass with it well that that's something for sure that i would agree because i listened to the first couple singles that came out and it was like we're gonna do this we're gonna do something with a little bit funk we're gonna do something with a little bit heavy metal we're gonna do some rap influence we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want to do it's um i I think bands like this rage against the machine straight from the path they're doing a lot of good stuff and they're kind of breaking down walls with the whole metal genre Mm -hmm. um they have yellow wolf on a song Really? They, yeah, on, on one of the songs on there. And I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. And Jason Butler is kind of doing like a scream rap, mm-hmm. like a new metal vibe, but it's with like hip hop oh, beats. And it's oh, like, holy shit. You're, like, you're saying all the right things to me right now. Y- you know what? I I can't say enough good things about this EP. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is just make sure you're not like within six feet of any drywall and just <laughs> blast that shit. <laughs> I put it on last night because we were, we were out drinking. And, and my buddies were like, wow, what the fuck is this? I'm like, dude, this is the Fever 333. You toss in Tom Morello and you got Rage 2.0, uh, you know? And it's, it's really good, man. Sweet. I, well, uh, technically it'd be Rage 3.0 because Straight from the Path is Rage 2.0. How, however you want to <laughs> phrase it, man. But I, I would love to see them with like Straight from the Path play and then Sharp Tooth. I think that'd be a really good mm. fucking lineup for like a dirty, Tasty. grimy punk show at Tasty. some cathedral downtown or some cool. shit. Cool. But... Don't sleep on this because okay. this is going to skyrocket. Or let me describe my love for Jason Butler first off. So much good coming from yeah. the man in the past. Um, he was in Let Live, for those who don't know. Let uh, Live is phenomenal. Yeah, Let Live was probably one of my favorite bands that have come out recently. Well, not recently, but probably for the last five to ten years, they've probably been one of my favorite bands just because they released quality material all the way out from the very beginning to the where they ended. Very disappointed and upset when they closed shop. They just happened to close shop the same day that Vanna did. So that was a bigger deal to me. But Let Live was still up there. Um, 
As far as frontman, I don't know if you have, you probably have you seen Let Live Live before. I have not seen Let Live Live. No. As far as a frontman, he is the best frontman probably alive right now. Yeah. The energy, what he puts, he is a man who jumps off balconies and he don't give a fuck. A couple years, a year ago or two years ago, there was that footage of him climbing the oh at um at open air, him yeah. climbing that fucking that rap. He was on top of the fucking stage, like like sixty feet in the air, like way the fuck up there, and um. The energy, it's awesome, and uh, sound like the way he sounds, he, he nails it every single time I've seen. I've seen them maybe three, four times, and they just fucking blow blow it out of blow it out of the park. That's not even the correct thing. Knock it out of the park every single time I see them. And uh, when this came out, uh, or when the, you know he said that he was going to have a new band, I was very excited because I'm a fan. Uh, and the singles, everything else has been really great. I heard Travis Barker's is mixed in this somehow, some way. Um, he, I think he might have produced. Brian Don't quote me on that. Well, that's fucking. That's big. That's huge. And uh, they played a fucking show in a fucking donut parking lot. They, yeah. don't, they, don't, give a f- they don't give a fuck. And that's what I love about it. So <laughs> You think every time my dad gives a fuck about who they tour with? How about playing a show in a donut parking lot, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. And I'm going to be d- downloading this and listening to it. So just out of curiosity, which singles did you hear? Uh, do you remember the name of them? Yeah, let me pull it up. Because uh, I do have, there's a very distinct favorite of mine. Uh, from the album we got mm-hmm. uh we're coming in i listened to that yeah that one that one yeah it really gets me going yeah that's good and uh hunting season i believe hunting season yeah good. so yeah. um check it out yeah uh, i will absolutely man i i think if we're gonna have an ep of the year it's gonna be hard as fuck to top this copy that i'm pumped now i know what i'm doing for the rest of my evening moshing. <laughs> yeah moshing in my home so uh so real quick before we move on to some other stuff uh there was a topic that came up, and I wanted your opinion on it. Um, and it is, what album, any genre, any point in time, can you listen to from beginning to end every single time you listen to it and not skip a song? Okay, I am going to uh, throw some kind of oddball ones out there. Okay, that's I, fine. I know a lot of the time we focus on metal. and There are a couple metal albums in this list. Um, as Blood Runs Black, Allegiance. Of course, yeah, you're I, a fan. <laughs> I I think that that album is, wow, you know, just I love it. Yeah, forward and backward. Yeah. Um, Move Along by the All American Rejects. That was the first physical music I've ever owned, and I think that has a really kind of big influence on why I could listen to it back and forth. Makes sense. Because you know, when you have one CD, when you're like eight, you listen to it till till your fucking yep CD player dies, right? Yeah. Um, with Roots Above, Branches Below. I love it. Okay. Every single thing. Even okay. Louder Than Thunder. Okay. And, hmm. Oh, the Wish You Were Here album by Pink Floyd. I love. That's a good one. I, my father raised me on Pink Floyd. And at the same time, you know, I kind of listened to a lot of Manson. So it was a lot of like weird shit going on in my childhood. <laughs> but. You're painting a wonderful picture, Gabe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. It's just, you know what? That, that album almost brings me to tears every time I listen to it. Just because it's so fucking wonderful and beautiful. Yeah. I got you. And um, I, you know, Pink Floyd, it, that's that's pretty much all there is to say about yeah, it. No Just need to behemoths. say anything more. Yep. What about you, Jacob? Okay. So I had to put some thought into this. And obviously, I'm going to start up with the ones that I've talked about previously. Void by Vanna. That's number one. Phenomenal one. Uh, Define the Great Line by Under Oath. That's one. Also great. Um, uh, Sub Eternal by Remy Horizon comes up a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Copy that. Uh, the Eminem Show by Eminem. Also great. Love it. Um uh, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. That one, every single... I listened to it the whole entire way through. Because he's telling a story. You have to listen to it. It's kind of hard to skip that one. Yeah. it's You have to listen to it. It's a story. He's telling a story. Uh, that's a good one. Um, let me think. Uh, 
oh fucking um self-titled slipknot yeah, oh yeah all the way through beginning to end those uh, are just bangers all the way through yeah all the way through uh iowa slipknot that's another one i could listen to all the bangers way through all the way through um my plague on repeat yeah That'd be good yeah <laughs> what was um shit i've drawn i had another one in my head back of my head that i'm forgetting right now but yeah that's the gist of it um shit now it's gonna bother me oh um Rescue and Restore, August Burns Red. Oh, yeah. That is my favorite ABR album. Yeah, very good. Actually, they posted up a um, like a thing on their Facebook. It's like, rank all our albums. They want people to rank all their all their albums. Oh, was that one on top? No. Actually, that was like bottom tier for a lot of people. What? Yeah. People have like Messengers up first and stuff like that, which I get. Messengers is good, man. And people but- had like the Phantom Anthem like really low, too. I'm like, uh. but like a lot of people preface their shit to be saying like, this is my order, but none of these are bad. Which, you know, that just... You yeah, know. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I actually had... Quick story about that ABR album, Risk and Restore. I had the best workout of my life when that album came out. Mm-hmm. I think I was at the gym for like three hours that day. <laughs> I was just... By just, the time I got home, I flopped on the floor. I was like, I'm done. No, no more ABR. I ain't going to the gym anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough for the year. Yeah. Uh, let me think. There's another one that's coming. I, I know I have it. Let me, hold on. let me pull it up real quick. Uh, think, Jacob. Think. Yeah. Fuck, man. I hate that. And don't you hate like when you're trying to like get to your phone, you can't unlock it? I hate that shit. Uh, you actually have quite a list here. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Uh, shit. Uh, well, the, the first three days race album, I listen, I listened to that one all the Oh, uh, with Animal and. No, that's the, the one before that one. The there, one before that one. That, that That's that. One X. One X was good, but uh, the, it's a self titled album that was very, very good. Uh, I think that's all I get. Well,. Oh, fucking uh, Lost Together, Lost Forever, The Architects. All the way through. I can listen to that album. Yeah, that one's... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my list. I know I had more metal on there, but there was some rap because I'm a rap influence person. Yeah, man. I think if you grew up around the Chicagoland area, you're going to have some sort of rap influence in you. For sure. Whether that be some, you know, grimy, dirty street rap or some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Whatever, man. Something it, from it, somewhere. Yep. Something sure. from somewhere. All right, Jacob, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Okay. I'm going to ask you to pull out a timer on your phone. Okay. So I uh, last week I mentioned that we're going to play the No Names game. Okay. I came up with a list of movies. Um, and no names, no actors, things along those lines. You're going to have to guess the movie based on my description. Okay. Now, you could take a guess or you could say pass. Okay. We'll move on to the next one. Okay, cool. All right. So um, I'm ready when you are. All right, go ahead. Okay, so this is a uh, this is a remake of a classic zombie movie. Uh, they are stuck in a mall. Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Okay. Uh, this uh, we we love this director, but he didn't direct this movie. He was only in it, and it's a vampire movie oh, down in Mexico. Uh, Dust the Dawn. Yes. Okay. Now this is a movie about a little blue alien from outer space, and uh, he befriends a little girl. Lilo and Stitch. Oh, nice. Okay, this movie is about scalping Nazis. Oh, a glorious bastard. Okay, so. <laughs> this is a movie, and one of the characters... No, I can't say names. Fuck. Uh, this is a movie about a news team that gets into... into Anchorman. Yes. Okay, this is a movie. This is a war movie where um, uh, four people go out to save... Uh, Saving a, Private Ryan. Okay, uh, this is a movie with skaters involved, and they get into all sorts of shenanigans. Grind. Throughout the film. Uh, this is a... <laughs> no, this is a movie that spawned from a TV series. This is a... This is Jack a S? series. Of, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is a movie about mobsters and Good fellas. no, this is ad gambling. 
Uh, casino. Yes. Okay. Now this this last one is a movie about putting your dick in a pastry. Oh, American Pie. <laughs> ding ding ding! Wow, you got all of them. <laughs> minute, how, how much time we got left? Minute sixteen seconds. Minute sixteen I... seconds. Nice. Oh, I'm a boss. <laughs> <laughs> you just plowed through those. Next week, I will have a list for you as well. Excellent. I um, uh, no, no comic book movies because that's cheating. Oh yeah. Oh, this is a character who had, <laughs> who came through some sort of uh, what's the word? Uh, He's bitten by a bat. <laughs> <laughs> this is a character who went through a. Uh, 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 he a great loss, and he has superpowers. <laughs> Which oh, is, shit. Just start rattling off the MCU. This is pretty much all of them, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, we could do that next week. I, uh, sure. my, my whole mindset with this was, I'm going to put movies that I know both of us have seen, Yeah, but I'm going to do kind of weird, obscure ones that maybe we forget about sometimes. True, ones we don't talk about. Yeah, like uh, like Lilo and Stitch. I yeah. thought that was a good one. That was right? a good one, yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm thinking of like maybe some shitty B, like uh, Invaders from Outer Space or something like that. But I'm like, oh, little girl. I'm like, that's little and such hilarious. There's a, <laughs> yeah, man, that could have gone, yeah, <laughs> that could have gone two ways. But yeah, that went well. So moving on to some video game news. And now the first thing is very funny to me, okay? It's the most funny thing I've heard all week. So uh, with the new Call of Duty, I know a lot of people are rolling their eyes right now, uh, including Gabe. Um, they have, you know, they're going to be releasing Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, right? That's the plan. Because the first one did so well, which it did. Uh, we bought it. We bought the last game just to have it. Uh, and then you ended up liking the last game. But that's besides the point. <laughs> um, we bought it. Uh, so they're doing the remaster for Modern Warfare 2. They announced it, right? However, this is something that's probably the... What's the word I'm looking for? Shooting it? yourself in the foot. Perfectly describes where Activision stands with their fan base. And the, the Call of Duty guys in general. They are releasing Modern Warfare 2 Remastered without multiplayer. There will be no multiplayer at all in this remaster. So that poses the question to, to, to anybody who's listening to this and to you, Gabe. Who the fuck plays Call of Duty for the goddamn campaign? Even the Black Ops games. If they did that with Black Ops, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not buying that. And I liked the Black Ops because I played it. You're going to charge, because I think they're charging $30. You're going to charge $30 for a campaign that wasn't even that good, that we already played 10 years ago, $30. So you want to know what I think? What do you think, Gabe? I think they are purposely trying to get us riled up. You think so? I think this for two reasons. One, uh, probably like a month before the game drops, they're going to be like, Hey, um, we, we heard you guys out. We listened to you. And we listened to you, yeah. and here's multiplayer. Or, that, that's first approach, right? They're going to make themselves seem like the good guys. Or second approach, because the story is 30 bucks, and they're going to be like, hey, uh, multiplayer, the whole like game mode of multiplayer, yeah, you could buy that for 30 bucks. Just make it an even 60 for both of them. We'll call it a day. But wait, you need, you need the story mode to play the multiplayer. I yeah. forgot. Yeah. So now they're going to charge you the full retail 60. It's like a put, putting a, a sh, like a spoonful of sugar when you're eating bullshit. I I think that's exactly what they're gonna do because it it okay here, here's here's what the fuck's gonna happen if they don't all of three people are gonna buy this game. Yeah, one of them isn't gonna fucking read any of the articles that there's no multiplayer and they're gonna be mad gonna as return fuck. It. <laughs> and then the other two kids are gonna get this as a gift for christmas and they're gonna fucking cry because it has no multiplayer and they <laughs> can't say they fucked people's moms on xbox yeah so that, that's my prediction i yeah. think they're gonna take option one which is probably less likely especially if they're gonna charge only thirty dollars and then option two which is like hey you know what you want it fine 60 bucks total 
Or maybe they'll fuck us even further and they'll be like, hey, well, multiplayer is more expensive, dude. This is going to be 75 for everything. I saw uh, a, um, a comment on YouTube where it said, uh, oh, yeah, you could unlock the multiplayer using loot boxes. <laughs> you unlock the multiplayer. Wow, with- I think that might have just gave me cancer. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you unlock the multiplayer with loot boxes. Wow. God. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's uh, like I said, this perfectly describes how far down the rabbit hole Activision has gone with the series. And it's not the first time that they've effectively killed the series. Anybody remember Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5? You know what I mean? Let's, uh, let's not talk about that one. Yeah. Let's just let it die in its glory. Yeah. The, the last true Tony Hawk was Project 8. Yeah, I got to agree with that. I All like Proving right. Ground, though. Proving Ground was good. I liked it. Oh, Proving Ground. Let's not talk about Ride... Let's not yeah, talk those about. Count. Yeah, those don't count. Let's not talk about anything. Else I actually yet. saw a list on YouTube. I was watching where a guy counted down all of the the Tony Hawks in like an order from worst to best. What can you guess? Which one hit, hit was number one? Worst or best? But was the best? Uh, either Pro Skater Two or one of the Undergrounds. Thug Thug One. Thug One was the best one. Okay. Because you, I was gonna say you, you can guess the worst, but it was like a fucking mobile. We'll play it on your your SP. Your yeah. Yeah, no. So that doesn't count. That's not fair. But yeah, as far as uh, the best Tony Hawk in general, and that's I 100% agree. Thug one will always be. Yeah, the, I, I mean, it, it's kind of. I, I guess it's subjective. Yeah. Depending on kind of when and how you grew up, but if it's not Pro Skater two, it's Thug one or Thug yeah. two. You yeah. Know? For me, it's Thug two, just because I poured hours. Into well, he game. his his rationale behind it was uh, it was less of a Tony Hawk game and more of a Bam Margera game. Because for of, Thug two. Yeah. Because I understand that. Well, that then, like, you have to keep in mind that Bam Margera was like a fucking star back. Yeah. Like, he could not do any wrong. He was more popular than Tony Hawk. People knew who Bam Margera was too. And you know um, I mean? so yeah, man. I you know what? I I, I love the CKY crew. Mm-hmm. Um, quick, I'm, I'm gonna derail this podcast real quick. That's fine. Um, did you watch the Vice documentary on Bam Margera? I did. It was pretty powerful, wasn't it? Yes. I uh, I think it's kind of shitty. Especially now that him's gone, CKY is kind of wrapping up their shtick. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad to see that Bam is still on a rut because Steve-O got clean. Yeah. Uh, he's been clean for a while now. Yes, sir. Uh, his best friend, Ryan, Done. obviously dead. Yeah. Brandon Novak got clean. Yeah. Clean as fuck. He said, he even said that in, uh, in the documentary. Yeah, where right? he's, like, uh, he's like, no matter how bad I get, I'll never be as bad as Novak. And then and Novak, Novak got, got clean. Yeah. He's actually coming out with his own documentary. Very cool. And he has his own book, which is supposed to be really fucking good. So yeah. I might just scoop that. Did you know um, Killing the Loneliness was written? Was well, not written, but that line came from Novak when they asked the him. The song? Yeah. When they asked wow. him about his, his drug addiction, he was like, I was just killing the loneliness. Yeah. Copy that. First, first that's off, pretty badass. that's a fucking awesome line. Number two. Yeah, man. Good stuff. But um, I guess the point I'm trying to get at is that you said Bam Margera was massive in like 2005, 2006. Yeah. I think a lot of what made him who they are was Bam Margera oh, yeah. kind of idolizing it. Because oh, yeah. you would have people who have the heartogram tattoo and you'd be like, name me a hymn song. And they're like, who the fuck is him? Yeah. And I think that just goes to show that Bam. the symbol, yeah. Bam's symbol was essentially bigger than... The band than himself, than yeah. than you know the band for sure. And I, you know, it, it's kind of sad. I know I've mentioned it, but it's sad to see that generation wrap up. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Also, real quick note, uh, Maddie, my girlfriend, she's from PA. She she lived like I think an hour, maybe hour and a half from one of the houses Bam stayed at, 
Okay. She's no idea until she met me who the fuck Jackass, CKY, Bam Margera. What? No idea who any of these people were until she met me. And she she stayed in the general vicinity. What? That's crazy, ain't it? And she came from the same place as August Burns Red came from, too. Yeah. She had no idea. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, man, Going back uh, to her being Amish. <laughs> what we got next on, on, on the topic? Okay, so this is uh, another gaming-centric uh, conversation that I want to talk about. The biggest... Your personal biggest disappointments as far as gaming. And this is not necessarily a bad game. Like, these games could be okay, but you are expecting it to be the second coming of Jesus Christ. And I, So I don't know if anything comes out of the top of your head. Yes, I have a really bad one. Okay. Um, do you remember a game by the name of Brink? I do, yeah. Did you buy it? I did not. Okay. Um, <laughs> I Oh, man, I did so much research on that game. It was supposed to be the COD killer. It was supposed to be the COD killer. It was supposed to be... Like Rainbow Six Siege, like ten years ago, yeah, which is a massive fucking deal, yeah, insane fucking deal. Mm-hmm. I bought it; it was on sale. They took Call of Duty, mixed it with parkour. Oh, even more than that. Yeah, they, they did so much more than that. Let, let me tell you about this game. I bought it for my Xbox 360, mm-hmm. right? I think it was like fifteen dollars, right? Okay. And I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm commit. And um, so you know, uh, just fucking installed it, booted up. Go to the main menu. All right, let's just start. Uh, let's just go through the tutorial. Yeah. The screen from when I accepted the tutorial, the loading screen in between that and the actual level, 35 minutes. No, it did I not. I shit you not. It took so fucking long. I was like, holy shit. Did this freeze up? Did my Xbox fuck up somewhere? But I said, you know what? I'll wait it out. I'll wait it out. I was with buddies. And, you know, we were just bullshit and time kind of passed. And then the game loads up. I was like, all right, cool. Dude. I was not playing online. I shit you not. It was tutorial. This game was lagging. Hard as fuck. It could not keep up. And it, there was just a point in it where, like, it, the multiplayer, the, it, it might have been good somewhere. But the way that it was, like, translated to the console, I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking dealing with this. And I returned it the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and I put, if we don't count loading screens, I don't know, 20 minutes. Tops, tops. Before I said, I'm not fucking doing this. Oh wow! That's and crazy. I was like, my excitement level was at 150 percent when I bought it at GameStop. Eesh. And then, you know, it just straight downhill shot from there. That's the first time I've heard because I heard it was like like it was just very mediocre. And I had a friend who in high school he was very contrarian. He always wanted to be the guy who's like, this is cool, but fuck that, this is cool. And he swore up and down that. That whatever was it called Brink yeah. was the greatest fucking game of all time, and I watched him play it. I'm like, this looks boring as shit. Yeah, dude, Fuck Call of suck. Duty, man. Black Ops sucks. Brink is where it's at. Yeah. How did how long did that last? Yeah. So I easily biggest video game disappointment. I, I've you know me. I'll give credit for small stuff. I'll give credit for artsy stuff for originality. Yeah. I'm I. I'm like a teacher who just loves giving out free points. Hey, you kind right? of like a teacher with a turtleneck right now. What's that? Oh, with a turtleneck? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I once wore like black dress pants with this and I looked like a Bond villain. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, you, you know me. I'll, I'm real for fucking forgiving. Yeah. I said a, a few weeks ago, if you're not on my bad side, you're probably on my good side. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. This game, 
took uh, that and shattered it I, on your bad side huh it's just i don't want to talk about it man it was just so fucking bad sorry I, I didn't mean to conjure up these type of memories for you what, what about yourself what's the biggest video game this morning? okay again this this is why i prefaced this by saying it wasn't a bad game but it was supposed to be the second coming of jesus christ and that was the first watchdog uh how did i know this was coming the first watchdog i played it i liked it but this was supposed to be... It's not what was promised. No, this was supposed to be you control. Your environment is yours to control. You're a god, as long as that cell phone's in your hand. You can control everything. Oh, the characters are so unique. Every character is different. Every character has a different name and a story, and you'll only see every character at least once. La, la, la. I, yeah. saw, I probably saw the same eight or nine... Cause it's like fucking GTA. I probably saw the same eight or nine models over and over again. And sure, they may change their names, but it's only a matter of time before you wrap around to those, too. Um, you know that's kind of interesting because uh, oh, you haven't even played it. We can't talk about it. What? Nice little Republic. Oh, okay. Had a set limit of models per planet. Yeah. And it was it was noticeable, but they definitely made everybody feel fucking different. Yeah. You know. Sure. So uh, it's, it's possible. And uh, this game was supposed to be the most gorgeous game you ever seen. It came out. It was very mediocre. This comes with the same case that a lot of these games come out with when they're like coming out of E3 and they have the trailer that's just fucking mind blowing and you can never replicate it. Um, like they can't do it. It's just impossible. You know what I think a lot of the issue is? I think people are trying to, especially newer studios, and this is not to bash them because I love newer studios yeah. and, and indie guys and, you know, guy, the, the underdog. Yeah. I am totally for the underdog. I think everybody's trying to crank out a triple A title. Yes. And they're pouring all this money into it, but they're totally focusing on the wrong things. Because, mm-hmm. you know what? I would rather, I honestly, God, I'd rather have a 16 bit graphic game that plays. 11 out of 10. It feels great. It, it's fun. You know, I'd rather have something like that as opposed to a game that just looks good. That's where uh, Minecraft kind of came into play. Absolutely. Minecraft just I mean, shattered you, the earth. You think about it. If Minecraft came out today and they dropped that, what it looks like on E3 right now, everybody would be making fun of it. See, but but that's the thing, though. It wouldn't even be at E3 because Minecraft started off as a... Man in a basement. <laughs> yeah, like a guy or two in a basement, man. Yeah. It's, just, it's just all it was. True. Now, look at it now. Like, you know, you have Minecraft. I have Minecraft. We all Minecraft. It took over the world, man. So, I, I just think that people are approaching this video game situation very wrong. Yeah. If you want, if you want good, positive attention, don't put your games at 60 bucks, especially for your newest studio. Mm-hmm. Unless you've poured millions into this thing yeah. and you're very confident that you can yeah. pull the 60 bucks. Yeah. Two, put your resources where it fucking matters. Mm-hmm. Like I said, graphics are good. I like good graphics. Yeah. But, I mean, look at Siege. The graphics oh. are good, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. But they're not like, like, wow, holy shit. Which is what they were originally supposed to be. But, but, and I'm going to piggyback off what you said. They took the money that they got and put it towards the right thing. They put it towards the infrastructure of the game and how it plays. They put it towards the characters and the being the in development. Yeah, the, so patches, the guns, the balances, yeah. the, the mechanics, everything. Yeah. Because when you, and I think it's most prevalent on the winning screen. Yeah. When you see it, you're like, like wow, these characters don't look crazy. They're yeah. not like, like holy shit. You kind of look at them, you're like, all right, they look a little cartoonish, yeah. a little realistic, but, and and that's that's I'm a hundred percent forgiving of that because I have a, you know a great time playing it. Yeah. And I think that if Siege can do it, if they said. Hey, you know what? We're going to cut a little bit out of the graphics budget and we're just going to devote a shitload of time to balancing, patching, this, mm-hmm. that, everything else. I think that's a massive step forward. Yeah, I'd agree with that 100%. Because if I wanted to watch something that's good looking, why would I just not put it on a movie? Yep. That's true. It's that's all just, about how it feels in your hands, man. That's, uh, that's what she said. 
Uh, but um, yeah, for sure. But speaking about looking good, God of War four. Oh yeah, dude. Oh shit. People yeah. were worried that this game wasn't going to be as brutal and as violent as the first three. Yeah. And then did you see that snippet? Yeah. Where he's just fucking up the yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, they um the, the reason why I want to talk about this is because it's coming out next month, right? Uh, I'm a God Holy of War. Shit. Yeah. Uh, four twenty. They knew what they were doing. Uh, but uh, so it's coming out. Uh, and I've been reading articles on this, and I'm a God of War fan, right? Yeah. I think everybody who has who likes violence in a game is a God of War fan. It's Absolutely. Just, and so here's the deal. Uh, they said, and I, you could tell by looking at it, 100%, they completely revamped, reworked the combat system in this game. Excellent. Uh, because before it was kind of like a button masher, kind of. I mean, you had your... It was- Quick time events, yeah. and then square and triangle. Square, triangle, square, 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 triangle, square. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, that they have revamped the the you know the, the combat visually. It's fucking beautiful. It's stunning to look at. Um, and they went down the path of going down a different mythology, and it got me so hyped and so amped that I'm thinking about buying the 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 PlayStation Four bundle, the Pro bundle with it because I don't know if you've seen this thing. It fucking has like um, it's a silver PS4 Pro. Cool, but it has fucking like the Viking. Oh, that is bad. Yeah, it has like the runes on yeah. it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, uh, and they have a remote that has the runes on it too. So I'm thinking about getting it. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> when it shows up at the front door, it needs to be a surprise. Okay, but so you're gonna use your current PS4 as a Netflix streamer? Not necessarily. I'll probably have it up. Plugged into here when I want to play, maybe like MLB or something like that. Like something that doesn't require my focus. Like I could play like baseball games and sit on my couch and have There's a good something time. in the background. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I could probably do that with it. Uh, but yeah, God of War four. It's just called, I think they're just calling it God of War, right? I don't think they have they have a subtitle to it. Nah, just, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, it looks good. What is your opinion on the God of War as a franchise, and are you looking forward to this new one? Okay, so God of War as a franchise, uh, I think God of War was. Um, it was cranking out as I was growing up because I remember people buying it. And we were playing it, and it was really, really kind of brutal. It was like watching Metalocalypse for the first time, and uh, <laughs> I, you can't, you know, you can't argue with that logic. Oh, for sure. But I remember when three came out, it was a massive fucking deal because it came out on PS3, like right as the system mm-hmm. came out, and we were all fucking amped for it. And my buddy, you know, he he had gotten the PS3 for Christmas. He had, you know, gotten the God of War three. And we were just watching, bro. And that game is, I think that's one of the few games where it's, like, delightful to watch. Yeah. It's its fun to play. Yeah. But as a spectator, you're still like, yeah, fuck them Be- up. Because them it's up. so, like, outside of, like, Mortal Kombat, there's another game. It's the only other game that comes to mind that is just so over-the-top violent. And I fucking love it for that. Oh, absolutely. It just doesn't give a fuck. Because, like, when you hear all these violent games, like, when they say GTA, like, all that stuff is very realistic. You can fucking shoot anybody outside right now if you really wanted to. But it's not likely that you're going to rip the head off of fucking Medusa. You're never yeah, gonna, absolutely. You're, you're never going to do that. <laughs> I um, I like the franchise. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, this game's going to come out. I'm going to sit on it for a year, maybe two years. How about this? It comes out. I'll let you borrow it once I finish it. Done deal. There you go. Because uh, I was going to say, I'd probably spend 30 bucks on it. You could yeah. probably coax me into 40 honestly. Yeah. But 60 is a commitment. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's going to be the name of the, like, if you're, that's what you're going to be on your epitaph. 60 is a commitment. Because you've said that probably more times than anything I'm else gonna on I'm going to die podcast. at 59 on my, on my tombstone. <laughs> 60, 60 is a commitment. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, the new God of War, man, we're, we are looking forward to you. Yeah. It's been too long. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like when, you know, the rebirth came around. We're like, ah. Yeah, 
for sure. Same, uh, same tingles. Yeah. I remember when, um, cause like you said, it's been a long time. And, uh, when the E3 reveal trailer for it, everybody came went apeshit. When Kratos stepped out of that shadow, everybody fucking lost their goddamn minds. And I'm fucking ready. Absolutely, man. I'm, you know, I'm most curious about how they're going to tie it in with the ending of three. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if they said, fuck it, we're not going to tie it in. This is just Kratos in an alternate universe. I would be 100% okay with that. Yeah, me too. Because it, it's the, the story of the game allows it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. He doesn't. I mean, he could have been like, you know what? I fucked up this part. Because like you said, I think it was like an, an apocalypse at the end of three, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he, right? he, the he whole, kills Zeus. The he whole dies uni- himself. Yeah, the whole universe went to shit after whatever. But like you said, it could be just like, I'm Kratos from this this universe. I think that would actually be a lot easier. Because yeah. if they if they somehow link it to three, they're going to have a lot of explaining to me. Yeah. Like, is Greece just eternally on fire now? I mean, I, I trust them though. I, I trust that they yeah, can pull, pull a score story together. I um, okay. So since we kind of know our Viking mythology, who you think we're gonna see in the first game? The first game, like the boss, or like just in general? Just a- anybody in general. I think we are gonna see Freya. I have a good feeling about Freya because mm-hmm. she's just very malleable, and yeah. I know that's your girl. That's my girl. Uh, Uyer, you see, we'll see him. Uyer, yeah, because he's a warrior. Oh, he, maybe as a good guy. Actually. Yeah, he could be like a like a friend or. Something. Um, I think Ymir. Um, yeah. Big ice giant. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Right up the alley. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think as far as as high as we go on like the hierarchy, uh, we don't go any higher than like say Thor. I think because I don't think we, we touch Odin in the first game. I don't think. I think we might see Odin. Yeah, but I don't think we fuck with him. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of. <sighs> and this game came from the perspective, at least from what we saw. Kratos isn't looking for them. He's, they're looking for him. You know what I mean? Because the Kratos' whole thing was, I'm going to go revenge, la, la, la. Kratos is just trying to live in a mountain with his kid. Kratos cooled the fuck off. Yeah, Kratos is just trying to chill out. But they seem to be searching for him. Which is, if I would think about it, if I was a god in a, in like in a pantheon, you know, pantheon, and I saw Kratos, and he ripped apart the Greek you know, pantheon. The Greek gods. I would be like, oh, shit. maybe we should take care of him. I'm going to put this on my to-do list. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't think we touch Odin in the first game, depending on. I think the Loki fight is going to be wild. He's going to be fast you, as fuck. Just, n- not even fast. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Because you know what Loki is, what he does, mm-hmm. and the whole Sleipnir and the That's horse thing. Yeah. I think it'll be fun, man. I think um, they're going to have a lot more room to play with with the Viking mythology. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you include people like Ratatusker. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just give me well, we're see- Oh, we're seeing uh, Fenrir for sure. Oh, totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that big fucking wolf. Oh, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. Come on now, man. What about that uh, the serpent from... Yeah, it'll come to me. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you're going to bring in Ratatusker, just give me Conquer from Conquer's Bad Further. <laughs> Don't even update the graphics. Just super <laughs> impulsive. Conquer? <laughs> I'm with it, man. God damn, that was a good one. With the beard, just... <laughs> The shit, the the shit, the boss. Great mighty poop. Oh my god! That's yeah, so man, funny. God of War four excited. Uh, we will keep the audience updated. updated. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Jacob, I got a question for you. Yes. I didn't put this on the uh, on the agenda. Cool. But what do the following have in common? Carlito's way, Donnie Brasco, Righteous Kill, Scarface, Heat, Any Given Sunday, and Devil's Advocate. Abutino. Yeah, right on the head. You you want to know what else they have in common? Hmm. These are all song titles from Upon a Burning Body's first album called The World Is Ours. I was jamming the other day on my way back from work, 
And uh, this, this is a band that like I discovered as they were coming up, you know. So I was like, oh, I'll throw on some of this shit. I love it. And I was going through the first album. I was like, what? Why do all these sound familiar? I was like, oh, Scarface. Like, yeah, you know, metal bands reference Scarface all oh, the time, yeah. or yeah. like you know, classic mobster movies. And then I, as I kept going along, like Heat, I was like, hmm. <laughs> upon a burning body, fire, Heat, okay. And then the one that gave it away was Any Given Sunday. I was like. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. <laughs> so I can't... It only took me eight years to figure it out. But <laughs> so you but you do realize that the other albums are based off of Robert Rodriguez movies, right? Are they really? Look it up. What the fuck? Look into it right now. What? Okay, so let's do Red, White, and Green. Arguably my, my favorite. Okay. Upon a Burning Album. Game Over. Sin City. Keep going. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Keep going. Texas Blood Money. Keep going. Desperado. Keep going. Mimic. Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Planet to Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I gotta swear I told you that before. Dude, this is like when I found out that Mike Myers played four characters in Austin Powers. <laughs> I didn't trust anything from that day on. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Uh game over as in the Spy Kids movie. That's what they were talking about. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Okay, now I'm genuinely <laughs> impressed with this band. <laughs> I think they have another one that's like that too. Wow. Holy shit. Um, I look up the world is albums. my enemy now. Fountain of Wishes, Bring the Rain, Pledge Your Allegiance, The New Breed. No, I don't think it's this. No, one. I think it no. might be their new one, straight from the barrio. Maybe. Maybe. I don't hey, know. that album can only be described as Vato metal. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love sure, it for sure. Till the break of dawn, already broken. You don't own me. No, I don't think. I think this is the only two. Maybe. <laughs> I can't believe you're just realizing that. Wow. You, you know what? I think. Upon a burning body, I don't think I've given them enough like airtime. Go, go I, for I, it, dude. I fucking love them. Okay. They're good, man. Especially yeah. uh, Red, White, and Green. Yeah, that album shit. kills. That's like Mimic Predators and <sighs> Texas Blood Money. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's just watching my expression, just kind of like I'm. I've been enlightened today, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've been enlightened. This is the first time Gabe's ever learned anything on this podcast. Wow, I. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't fucking. Yeah, uh, but uh, that was kind Al, of like Al the gimmick. That was kind of the gimmick, by the way. I don't know if you. You know what? They, they fooled me. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I guess upon a burning body, check them out. I don't think they were like trying to fool you. I think it was pretty out <laughs> it of the open. Like a random white boy in the <laughs> suburbs of Chicago. Let's just fuck with this head. All right, oh, sweet baby Jesus. That was funny. That was funny. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so you saw Black Panther? I did. And what did you to, think? Welcome to Jaconda. This is Jaconda, the my, house. Yeah, this is my new house. My house is called Jaconda from here on out. Okay, so uh, I'm going to reiterate a lot of the stuff that Gabe had said. It's very well done. The action scenes were very fucking cool. Michael B. fucking Jordan. Um, yeah. Killed it. Yep. I think I liked it more than you. I think that's kind of where we're at with these comic book movies. You like them. I like it more than you because you're like, at this point, you're like, eh, man. And I'm like, I'll see yellow all, right? I think we're just kind of like that with most movies. Yeah. If you're kind of mech about it, I'll be like, wow, holy Except shit. Except Star Wars. But that bit in us in the ass. Yeah, so, that's not... Yeah. We had too many podcasts dedicated. True. To- so we're not going to talk about that further. Uh, and I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to get into it because you kind of you pretty much covered my thoughts on it. I liked it. Uh, very good. Uh, the, I love the fucking technology that they got over there in Wakanda. Uh, yeah, it's real cool, ain't it? Yeah, I like it. Um, I think it was a great job. Overall, I had a lot of fun. What did you think of the soundtrack? Because oh, I know it was you're good. a big Kendrick fan. Like, like you said, uh, it was very like Lion King, which was beautiful, by the way. Right. All and those... you're like, why did you need Kendrick for yeah. this? You could have. And then it hit yeah. when you're in when the, the technology the... Yeah. and the shit rolling around. You're like, oh. Very cool. I liked it. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Four out of five. 
I liked it. Did you know it is now the highest grossing comic book I did, movie yes. of all time? I did, yes. And um, Okay, so let, let's just go back to our original thesis that we presented a few months ago. Uh, is it that Stanley's the Watcher? Because I've been no, 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 not that. Okay. Not that. Uh, <laughs> w- would you say that this movie did what the Jay Z Lincoln Park album did and brought peace to the earth for two weeks? <laughs> I like that. Or you know that did? That, it totally you know did. Damn well that it did. totally did. <laughs> rap, rap people and rock people work together for for one. It united you know. as one. Uh, no, it's, it's not. You know, it's, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Uh, I like the. I think they were very um, respectful to like the African stuff. Cause I think it's very easy to kind of gentrify that and yeah, kind of whitewash it and all that. Um, it was a good movie, man. Like I'm not going to give it more credit than it was what it was. Uh, does it deserve all the hype? I don't know, uh, but we anticipated this before the movie even came out. Cause we said demographic that they're not used to hitting. Uh, it's come, it came out Valentine's day weekend. And by the way, I went to Hollywood Boulevard, uh, you know, still I, packed. It's still packed. I turned around and there was not an empty seat to be had. That's fucking crazy. So um, I, I guess it did kind of fulfill some of our prediction that it would kind of hit a lot of demographics that these movies don't usually hit. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Um, they changed his story, his his origin a little bit, but that's expected with these things at this point. Um, I liked it. Oh, had- real, real quick thing before we move on. Um, do you remember what I told you about how they did that cool thing with the final fight between Michael B and, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? Bozeman. Bozeman. Uh, mm-hmm. No, his character's name. Oh, T'Challa. T'Challa. Um, so the, <laughs> I keep on wanting to call his father T'Chanka, by the way. T'Chanka. I mean, I mean, I'm like, Is, isn't that T'Chanka? I'm like, no, that's a Siege character. And so I had to look it up. What'd you think about the two Panther suits fighting it out? How one had the gold energy and the other one had the purple energy? fucking awesome. Right? I yeah. thought that was a really I, I was kind of cool bummed that T'Challa didn't have the gold one because the gold one's so badass that we're not right. going to see it. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out about that. Um, but I, I thought it was a cool thing. And I think visually, I think as far as all the villains of these movies, I think uh, Michael B. Jordan was the most justified in all of his his thought process. Because yeah. yes, yeah. no, yeah. Um, good character, couple of issues, yeah, great actor for sure. Um, overall, out of the past couple of Marvel movies, uh, Michael B. Jordan e- easily a cut above the rest. Sure, for sure. So Black Panther, um, check it out. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, what else I got up here, Gabe? What else we got? Oh, Incredibles. Okay, okay. okay, so this is what I want to talk about. This is something that I can't believe they haven't been doing since the release of the first movie. They are coming out with a miniseries for The Incredibles, which I don't know what that implies. It could be a fucking Netflix thing. It could be a fucking Disney Channel, Buzz Lightyear in the Galaxy, la 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 type thing. <laughs> or it could be like a, like a legit thing. And uh, like a graphic novel. Like, how have they not been doing this since the end of... You know what? I think it's when you... When you say it, it's like, yeah, why haven't no they been shit, doing this? Yeah. But then when you think Incredibles, graphic novel isn't the first thing to come to mind, right? No, not at all. But I'm saying, like, for people, like, people love these characters. People Absolutely. love the Incredibles. I am one of them. I stand, I stand by that. Wow, Mike. And outside of clamoring for a new movie, I can't believe I haven't thought about maybe exploring a route outside of another movie to further get go into this world with these characters well i think a lot of the thing is that when we saw the incredibles for the first time we were young bucks we yeah. were you know naive and you know stuff like that mm-hmm. and now we are the consumers yeah we are your we we are your money makers i hate to say it like that yeah. but we're the ones paying to go see the movie for sure and i think that's a lot of what they're kind of trying to appeal to now cool because shit dude if that movie flopped like treasure planet did <laughs> Treasure Planet ain't getting no sequel, even though it's already written. Yeah. 
You know, you're still it, mad about that, aren't you? I, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it. I spoke about it last week, but <laughs> I think that a lot of their marketing strategy is like, well, what was a killer 10 years ago? Yeah. And Incredibles is definitely on that list. Finding Nemo. Look at what happened with that. Finding Dory. Good movie. And too. I think that's the approach they're taking. Yeah. I think it's the right call. Uh, I think it's something that has uh, been lacking. I think we need more. Uh, background on this world a little bit because we do you know we got the movie and it was a good movie and you kind of they don't really flesh out the universe the way they probably could have been there's a lot of good stuff going in the original oh yeah for sure and um i'm excited i know you are but yeah graphic novel makes sense i think a lot of it honestly is uh probably the untapped market yeah they're probably just sleeping on it yeah or and this is definitely like one or two people thought this Hey, let's not oversaturate and, and let's just maybe respect what the first movie did. Well, that's the one thing that Pixar does. I mean, outside because they have a bunch of sequels. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, they give it time. You know what I mean? They're not fucking pumping out uh, the Spickle Me eighteen or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know, man. I think we're getting four this year. That's my point. Well, I'm saying they're not. That's not Pixar. Is my point. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're not pumping that out. You know, Hotel Transylvania seventeen or whatever the fuck it's coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. They respect. They give. They let the story breathe a little bit. They let. They. They want you to miss it. They want you to be asking for it before they give it to you, which I think is very important. Copy that. Um, so, yeah. I see you have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, here. here's the deal. Uh, moving on to uh, comic book trailer of the week, because essentially that's what it's all been at this point. Um, you know, these things are popping out like fucking left and right, and you don't even know where they're from. I even know that a fucking trailer came out for this when I saw it in theaters last night. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Have you seen this yet? Have you seen this trailer for this uh, yet? I think so, yeah. How did you feel about the first Ant-Man first off? I didn't see the first Ant-Man first You didn't Ant-Man see first the first off. Ant-Man. Uh, everybody tells me that it's not a superhero movie. It's a heist movie it with is. superheroes. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to get around to it eventually. I promise. There's just a couple of higher priority movies on my I, list. Okay, cool. So I enjoyed the first Ant-Man quite a bit, and I would 100% agree with everybody else's assessment on that. Uh, it just happened to have a, a, you know, a comic book hero into it. Paul Rudd is very, very good. We saw that in Civil War. He's a very funny guy. His comedic timing is very good. I think he's a perfect fit. Uh, it looks fucking awesome, man. What can I say? The shit looks fucking dope. And uh, me and Adriana were talking about it in the theater. That shit's so overpowered. If you think about it, the whole Ant Man thing. Well, if you could make something small, like she she threw like a Pez dispenser, like a like a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser, and threw a like a the big thing, the thing that turns it big. Yeah. And it's a fucking massive Pez dispenser coming at the enemy. Like that's fucking like you can do that with anything. Yeah, you can do that with fucking anything. But um, yeah, man, I'm a pump for it. It looks good. Uh, but again. I say that pretty much about every single comic book movie at this point. So. Okay, so uh, kind of working off that uh, Deadpool 2 trailer. Yeah. Did you see it? Yes. What did you think? It looks good, man. I'm pumped and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, you know I, I mean? uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I yeah. heard that uh, uh, what, actor's name. Help, line. Actor's name, Jake. Deadpool. Oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. There we go. I was going to say Ryan Gosling. That was totally, totally going to be wrong. <laughs> so Ryan Reynolds, I heard... Rumors that this man took a, not a pay cut, but a budget cut to the movie because he didn't want to have CEO hands in his, in his pockets yeah. and he didn't want them steering the movie. Yeah. And I think he has a massive kind of voice in playing out how this movie is directed, produced kind of direction it's going. Well, that's kind of how it was in the first one. He had a very big role in all that. Uh, absolutely. Um, I think that this man is doing justice. Yeah, because Deadpool can easily be ruined, as we've seen before. Uh-huh. And uh, if you see, he, he was involved in that trailer, too. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I am so fucking excited for Deadpool yeah. too. The X Force and yeah, ah! <laughs> that's what, it's funny. He was like, "Oh, uh, the X Force isn't that kind of derivative?" He's like, 
I don't think so. <laughs> Did you see him spin around in uh, Xavier's chair? Yeah. Oh, I fucking lost it. Manny had no idea why I was laughing. But, ah, uh, fuck. I'm more excited for that than I am for uh, Infinity War. Really? Yeah. Damn, that big, huh? I, uh, dude, Deadpool is right up there with Cyclops for me. Happy that. So those are my two favorite, like, superheroes. At this at point, moment. I can't even, like... You know, in retrospect, of course, Ryan Reynolds would play a great Deadpool, but no, like I can't even think of another person who would even begin. Yeah, right. Anywhere Many, close. Maybe, and hear me out, because I know you recently started watching It's Always Sunny. Maybe Danny DeVito, but <laughs> but you know that would not look right on screen, this little Eggman in I the Deadpool. I want to send you that meme where he's just like, nope. <laughs> nope. I offer you an egg in the trying time. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I think he would be the only other contender. But like I said, it wouldn't even look right. <laughs> I picture Danny DeVito the as Deadpool, Deadpool. right? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as Charlie. What is this? A crossover episode? It's good stuff. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm kind of excited for this next topic. Okay. So Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting a reboot. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it means the TV series or the or, movie or the movie, but or, or the game on GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> but I know uh, what's the name? Uh, Share no. Sarah Michelle Geller, there you go. There you I was going to say Sarah Jessica Parker, wrong one, uh, is involved in this. And I'm a fan of the franchise. From, oh, absolutely. Uh, from Buffy to Angel, I'm a fucking fan. So with this, I think uh, the resurgence of the late 90s, early 2000s kind of shows based on this kind of universe, which I think Charmed is coming back too. Oh, dude, I would watch the shit out of Charmed. My wife loves Charmed. But... um. Yeah, man. Like these shows that were kind of based on like, ooh, spooky vampire <laughs> yeah. witches. These things are coming back, and I'm fucking pumped. That's cool, man. Um, Though, I, wait, but okay. before before go you go, I will say the series finale of Angel is probably one of the most disappointing endings to a franchise I've ever seen. It's okay. I watched Supernatural all the way through. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to getting fucked. Um, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer is something I would watch when I would come home from grade school with my sister. Yep. And I thought, you know, that was kind of our thing. We we both enjoyed it. She was, shit, I think she was like my age. Yeah. My, you know, she, there's a big gap between us. But she was like 19, 20 watching it. So, you know, I'm no, I'm sure she enjoyed it. Yeah. Especially Spike. But, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think it's kind of cool. Maybe we'll get to kind of rekindle over that. You oh, know? man. I'm, fuck, absolutely. I'm, I'm fucking pumped for it, man. Because like, I, I was with you. Like, I would come home from school and it would be on TNT. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Long blocks of it. Where then it would be Buffy and then Angel would be on. And then if you stuck around, then Charmed. I didn't watch it. It wasn't my thing. But, um, yeah. That yeah, was, man. That, that was a... Uh... Good stuff. Oh, speaking of which, because uh, you, you mentioned Supernatural. Do you know Supernatural is doing a crossover with Scooby-Doo? Scooby -Doo? How fucking metal? I mean, I know you may not. You know, I don't know how you feel about Supernatural. I haven't watched it since the first season. Uh, you're asking all the wrong questions. You're not asking how I feel about Scooby-Doo. How, how do you I feel? fucking love Scooby-Doo. Okay. They've well, had the best crossovers. Harlem Globetrotters, Batman, uh, Supernatural. Then they do the Beatles, too. The Beatles, WWE. <laughs> what the fuck? You hitting all the nails well, on We're the talking head. about a fucking franchise that's been around for 60 years. That's insane, isn't 60, it? 60, 70 years, man. Think about that shit. And I haven't gotten to the fucking DC comic books yet, but that shit looks fucking dope, too. You've seen that? You saw that, right? What? They're DC and Scooby-Doo? Yeah. What? You didn't see? Dude, look it up. Look up DC, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo Apocalypse. Look it up. Scooby-Doo Apocalypse? Look it up right now. Oh, th hang on. I, I think I've seen the image the of cover this art. one. Yeah, the yeah, cover I've art. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to get into it because I think it's still relatively new. Um so I'm gonna try to buy volumes and get Did caught up. Did you watch? Um, I want to say it was called Mystery Incorporated. Okay. Uh, the last one it came out like 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. It was two or three seasons of it. It was on Netflix for a bit, and it was your typical, oh hey, here's a mystery, 
but then each episode was linked further by a big overarching plot, and I thought it was really fucking good. Really? The animation was kind of... I Let me just say this. It was good. It was not what I'm used to with Scooby-Doo, though, especially yeah. growing up on, you know, uh, the throwback one. Yeah. But I thought the whole thing of, well, here's a mystery, you know, let's solve that. But then in the background, there's still shit going on connecting all these things. Mm. I was like, wow, this is a lot more coherent. You, okay, so this is I'm going to talk about this, and I know we talk about I know you want Simple Plan to play the What's New Scooby-Doo song at Warp Tour, <laughs> and I think if we chant it loud enough, they will. No. I was thinking about... You're stupid. I hate you. Um, <laughs> we know what we need. The world needs it. I was thinking about this. We need a, a real real Scooby-Doo movie, a new live-action Scooby-Doo movie done correctly with... Matthew Lillard is still at Shaggy because he did a fantastic job. Okay, I think that's the equivalent of saying that we need another strand of cancer. Let's what? <laughs> Come on, man. We need a good one. Oh, it can man. be done. It, it can be done. Um, Roger Rabbit, you know, was a thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, man. <laughs> I don't think that's on the forefront of anybody's mind. It should be. If fucking Scooby-Doo is going doing crossovers with fucking Supernatural. Come on now, man. Well, the question is, what does that say? About Supernatural. Because Scooby-Doo has been relevant for 60 years. They're, it's probably not going to go away. No, the, no. Not, not anytime soon, at no, least, right? No, What is this saying about Supernatural? <laughs> um, hey, man, the Hollywood Grove Charters is still around. Fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, because of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, I firmly want to believe that Batman has become a uh, American icon because he wasn't... Actually, the Harlem Globetrotters have had a crossover with Futurama as well. And that, those really? Mo- multiple episodes, too. It wasn't like one or two. I think they're in like uh, at least a dozen throughout, really? the, throughout the various seasons. I'm a big Futurama guy. So okay, copy that. Good shit. So, okay. Oh, this one. Speaking <laughs> about playing on nostalgia, go ahead. I know okay. you're more excited okay. for this okay, than okay. I am. Okay, 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 okay. So... The trailer dropped for a YouTube Red series. And I'm a YouTube Red subscriber, so I immediately got a fucking heart on for this. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. But the Karate Kid is getting a like a spinoff series called The Cobra Kai. And what it's based off of is Johnny Lawrence from the original Karate Kid, 30 years after the fact, kind of being sick of the bullshit and helping out a, a local teenager decides that he wants to open up another Cobra Kai. And Daniel LaRusso finds fucking issue with that. And that's where our fucking YouTube Red series is based off. And I'm fucking excited, man. I'm ready. And here's the deal. Here's something that kind of irritated me and pissed me off about the whole entire thing. Daniel LaRusso's like, oh, you kicked a, you kicked the shit out of a bunch of teenagers. He's like, didn't Mr. Miyagi do that like seven times in those three, <laughs> mo- in those three movies? I swear to God he did that. At least three times he did it. Once every movie. He kicked the shit out of those guys when they were in the skeleton costumes. Oh, yeah. You, you are absolutely right. Yeah. So, you know, and th- that wasn't warranted. I mean, granted, you know, he didn't want to see the kid get his ass kicked. But, you know, they weren't fucking with the shit like they were in the second one when they were destroying his house. That makes sense. I would defend my home, too. But, they, he, you know, he just fucking brought himself into all of this and decided to kick teenagers' asses. And he's going to give fucking Johnny Lawrence some bullshit on that. See, I'm a Johnny Lawrence fan. I'm a natural heel. I like the bad guy. He's like one of my favorite bad guys of all time because he's not actually the bad guy. He's the good guy. Okay. Have you seen How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> no. One of the characters openly vouches that exactly what you're vouching for right now. <laughs> so you should check out that show if you haven't Copy already. Copy that. But it's true. He's not, you know, you have to think about it. this new kid comes to this town, starts talking to his girl and fucking with his shit. I beat him up too. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying Jacob is a Cobra Kai at heart But this is besides the point the, this, this YouTube Red series is coming out And I think it's something that 
It is acting on something that should have been acted on a long time ago. And I'm glad to see uh, Ralph Macchio and the guy, I don't know the dude's name off the top of my head, the guy who actually played Johnny, coming back to reprice these characters 30 years after the fact, acknowledging the fact that they're fucking old now. I'm fucking pumped. Excellent. I uh, I can't say I'm as pumped, honestly. <laughs> but it's good, man. I'm sure a lot of people are. Well, because here's the deal. Like, I, I think Karate Kid is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. So I'm going to preface it by saying that. But, like, again, I, I told uh, my wife and my mom, I'm like, I'm way more excited than I have any right to be <laughs> over this. And I can't, I don't know why I can't explain to you. But I'm going to fucking watch the shit out of this. So bad. Copy that. <laughs> That's your opinion on it? That's all you Copy got? Copy that. I, um, I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I like the Karate Kid movies. I'm not going to shit a brick over them. <laughs> Fuck, dude, if it's good, I'll, I'll check it out. Copy. I'll guess. let you know. I'll let you know. But yeah, so this is the last topic I got. I'm sure we'll probably talk about something else. We actually got over an hour already. Cool beans. But um, So this is a movie called coming out called Tag. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this, but it stars Jeremy Renner. Uh, and the whole point... <laughs> The whole premise is is that these five friends or whatever have had an ongoing game of tag for thirty years. Thirty years, and I think there's like a month where like they're immune, and one of the friends in the thirty years has not been tagged once, and that's Jeremy Renner's character. And they open they open up the trailer with him standing at the altar at his wedding. And his friend bolts out of the pew and goes running towards him. And he's just like, nope. And he sidestep him. And his friend fucking falls and hits the ground. And it's awesome. Wow. I don't think I've ever been this excited for a stupid fucking movie before. It's fucked up because they're they're going through the scenes. And this is all in the trailer. So you can watch it. But like, he's at his dad's funeral. No. And his friend's like, he's like, you're it. <laughs> he's like, he starts crying. <laughs> So that's the whole premise of this movie is that these four guys, five guys or whatever, have been spending 30 years playing a single game of tag. And like all their wives just accept it. Like it's just who they, it's just who they are. You know what I mean? And like it's kind of got like this cheesy like, oh, well, this game of tags has kept us all together each other's lives. It's kept us all friends, which is just, I guess, whatever works. Relevant. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's funny. And I wanted your opinion on it. I, well, I have not seen the trailer, but now I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Wow, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. I hope this is good. I really do hope Me this too. is good. <laughs> I'm really excited. I saw I uh, saw the trailer. I'm like, we got to see this, Adrian. I'm like, there's no fucking way. That <laughs> we're not, not missing this. Yeah, we're not missing this. Cause it, oh, it looks, holy shit. Yeah, it looks fucking funny. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got. I don't know if you got... Oh, actually, we have the closing topics for this week. Because I have a new closing topics that we can finish out every single podcast with from here on out. And it's real simple. What are you jamming right now? I mean, we kind of covered it. Uh, right? Fever 333. Yeah. Uh, there's a band called Parkwood. I'm kind of digging what they're doing. Okay. Hardcore punk. And then Necrogoblicon has dropped some singles. They're phenomenal. They dropped a music video for uh, Dressed as Goblins. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Brendan Small, okay. which is the dude from Metalocalypse. Okay. Death Clock. Yeah, I got to show you that. It's uh, it's pure art. <laughs> and that kind of wraps it up for, for my... My listening to that's what you're jamming. Yeah, what I'm jamming is Sky Doesn't Know by Lustra. Yo, I yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I've been jamming to that. Uh, what you watched Euro Trip last week? <laughs> yeah, you look like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You look, you look like Cooper. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Uh, what else am I jamming to? Um, House of Pain. Oh, throwback. Yeah, listening to some of that. Uh, to get yeah, all that good stuff. Um, what else? There's one more thing. 
And to some uh, Enter Shikari. I've been jamming a little bit of them. Oh, which uh, which strain of Enter Shikari? The, the first album, Take to the Skies, or whatever. Uh, cool, cool, cool. I've cool, uh, cool. been listening to that a little bit. That's what I'm jamming. Okay, now the last topic that we got is reading, watching, playing. What do you what do you, what do you got going on as far as your world of media? Uh, I uh, I want to get back into reading, but unfortunately, that's always the first thing to go when you're busy. Uh, playing, I'm still on siege. I had a couple of really good ass games last night, and a couple of really terrible, terrible games. Let me tell you this. I was playing Fuse, and uh, I, he's he's probably my new favorite attack. Okay. I love Fuse. He's so much fun. Yeah. But let me tell well, you Well, that's about good, because we can combo the Lion Fuse thing, and we can make it work. But go right, ahead. Right. So, so, so here's... I was up on the rooftop on one of the maps, and they had a breach point from top. So I was like, oh, I'm playing Fuse. I'll just drop the little thing, right? So I drop it, and, uh, and literally a millisecond before I click the thing, my buddy's like, hey, you know there's people down there, friendlies, right? And I, it goes, ding! And I killed two of my own guys. I'm like, oh, fuck. It is now 3v5. And we still won. Oh, yeah? I I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they just walked into the room and... Have you killed the hostage yet with Fuse? <sighs> no, I have not. <laughs> I have not, thankfully. Yeah, well... Because I've been warned about that one. Yeah, don't do that. People I've get definitely warned. You'll get, you for sure get killed on spawn the next round. I guarantee it. But, uh... I'm having a lot of fun with Fuse. I'm still kind of playing Glaz, but... Kind of falling out of it? Shifting my, my, my issue with Glaz is that I play him more aggressively than it allows. Yeah. Because he's kind of a distance and pick. Well, if you have the scope on, you actually can do some work if you take off, detach the scope, and you actually use your your, your actual your oh, irons. Yeah? See, yeah. I, I think that kind of eliminates the point, though. No, you're right, but I'm saying it's easier. You're, you don't have to have it up. When you're storming a room, you don't have to have it up, is my point. Who else was I playing as? I was playing as... Uh, is Bandit a defender? Yeah, he's a defender, yes, right? Yes. I was playing as Bandit the other day, and uh, you know, I was just putting down some barbed wire, and I was like away from the from the objective room, and I hear I hear like the footsteps, right? And I was like, all right, whatever. There's always footsteps in this game. And then they breach from the room next to me from top, right? Yeah. So it's a Hibana, and she falls through, and I'm like, poof, one shotgun, done. And then the next one falls through, and I shoot with the shotgun, and I get two kills. Like gifts from the gods. Kills are falling out of the sky. Yeah, right. There's just one right after the other. I was like, wow, yeah. that was cool, man. I had some good games with Bandit. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for playing with me, buddy. Dude, you, you signed on. As I was literally telling my girlfriend, I was like, this is the last one. I got to go to bed because I got to get up early, you uh-huh. know? And then you're like, oh, please, please wish me. And it was like round two. And I was like, dude, this is, this is the last one. I got to go after this. I'm like, God so damn it. We'll, we'll play tonight, though, man. But, but I, I had some fun. Last because time. you did that, it allowed, because this is something that you, you tagged me in it and inadvertently made me purchase something. Because, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball fan, right? And I haven't got a new M- MLB game <laughs> since 2013. It's been five oh, years. It's been quite some. Well, yeah, it's been six. It's been quite some time since I bought a new baseball game. Because I was honestly, dude, I was still fucking playing my character that I made way back when because I'm just invested, right? Okay. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I haven't even gotten a new MLB game as the PS4 has been out. That's how old we're talking here. I'm like, okay. Because Gabe tagged me and something. He's like, oh, get a free code because that's what I need. Uh, he's like, get a free 20% off code or whatever. So I, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. 20% off. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, oh, well, the MLB game's coming out. I'm like, Did been, you immediately spend the code on the MLB game? I actually, I was trying to, but it didn't let me. I bought the Ultra Deluxe Edition. I'm like, oh, I'll use my code. The $100 version I bought. And it didn't let me apply the code, and I bought it for 100 bucks. But what's besides the point? Gabe. <laughs> hey, you still have the code somewhere I do. then? For- I, was, uh, I was thinking about using it for uh, the Dragon Ball Z fighters, but I'm holding off. 
I'm trying to show discipline here. Why not just put it towards God of War? That's a good one. There you go. 60 bucks, 20% of 60 bucks. There you go. That's a good pool. Right? You're going to buy it anyway. Not a bad idea. Cheaper. Not a bad idea. But um, so I'm playing that. I'm up in, uh, because you know, as you went to sleep, I'm like, well, fine. I'll play my fucking character that I'm just created on MLB. Got that going. I'm in the minors. Uh, But yeah, got that going. Siege, because that's always a constant thing that's going on as far as watching and reading. I don't read much. I'm still trying to get through the the, the new John Green book. I just it, the main character just yeah, man. she just annoys me. I don't like the main character at all. So uh, at this point, I'm kind of just like maybe I'm not going to finish it. However, I am going to be starting uh, Devil in the White City again, an audio book. Cool, cool. That uh, the movie is in production hell. Yeah, or I, I should know. say purgatory. It's just been delayed because it was originally supposed to be 2018. Yeah, when we were talking about it in 2015. Wow, and um. It's just consistently getting suspended, which is horrible because production. that's fucking. Because you have a massive team behind it, and it's, yeah. I I don't know, man. I I can't speak for what's going on, yeah, w- with their situation, but I I have absolute faith in Scorsese, DiCaprio, and everybody else involved that this is going to be a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I just you know we gotta wait. I don't know if it's funding. I don't know if it's the production studio being assholes and no. trying to do their thing. Uh-huh. Or whatever it is, it's 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 kind of floating right now. It's been put on the back burner for because sure. of the Irishman. Yep. And with that, uh, what I will say is the movie that I got coming up this week that I will be seeing, which I believe it comes out this week, is Ready Player One. That's holy that. shit! That's this week. I think I believe that's that this week. That is, uh, wow! That's just got bumped to number one on my movie list. Yeah, actually. that's a very high priority that I'm trying to end up watching so, this, trying to watch in theaters this weekend. Ooh, maybe I'll catch it Thursday morning right before the Every Time I Die show. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. So, uh, but yeah, that's why I got. That's all we got for this week. You got anything else, Gabe? No, man. I think we're uh, we're wrapped. That's an hour and seventeen. And it was a good episode. Yeah, we had some quality stuff. Yeah. We probably shouldn't talk about that on the podcast, but because by saying, oh, I think our podcast is good at the end of our podcast, but that's besides the point. Yeah. We have good casts. We have bad casts. Yep. Make sure you subscribe and rate on, uh, what's those things called? iTunes and Google Play. Stitcher. Uh, Podbean. All the the places that you can find podcasts, we are there. Uh, So, yeah, all that good stuff. You can email me questions at secondcitykids at gmail.com. We actually have quite a few followers on their Podbean channel. We have like 15, 15 of them or something. You guys got questions or topics you want us to cover? Feel free to shoot them our way and we'll giggle at your email and never talk about it. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you, you got something good, we'll mention it. Yeah, you also get uh, get us at Twitter or me, rather. Well, you have a Twitter too, don't you? Yeah, I don't have one for the for the podcast. Okay. Though. I have one for following all my bands. It's a nerd out over. That's literally all I use it for. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, I guess we will see you next week for 66. 66. 66. Wow, we're, we're all, holy shit, we could retire. Yeah. Well, we could have retired 10 episodes ago, but this is more realistic of yeah. retirement. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see you so next week. I got to go home and set up a Roomba. So yeah, I got my mom a Roomba for her birthday. You got her a Roomba? You got her like that one or the nicer one? It's uh, it's actually an off-brand Roomba that people... <laughs> hang on. It's no, a Nomba. Here, hang on, hang on. People have reviewed and said that they've owned the Roomba uh, that's like it's similar in scope, and they like this one better. So I said, fuck it. It's $100 cheaper. I'll buy it. Go for it, man. So we'll see be. how that goes. Cool. And with that, once you get done with that, you hop on that console. You let me know when you're playing, and we're going to hop on some Siege games tonight. Oh, man. Other than that... Fuck some people. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week for episode 66. All that good stuff. Deuces.